Hello and welcome everyone. Welcome to the Hope Story Circle put on by the Peace Alliance and welcome to Peace On, your source for inspiring conversations and information from thought leaders across the spectrum on topics related to the strategies of building peace, fostering nonviolence and creating a world that thrives, shifting our understanding toward empathy, compassion and connection. My name is Terry Mason. I'm on, I'm on the board of the Peace Alliance, and I'm joined to facilitate today by Liz Gannon-Graydon, who is our board chair, and Yelena Popovich, who is our teaching peace and schools lead on our leadership council. And our special guest today is Jeff Wallach. I'm so excited to see you here, Jeff. I'm so excited to have you join us. Can you come off mute and just say hello? Hello, everyone. Thank you so much. I appreciate this opportunity. I'm excited. <laughs> oh, good. We are, too. So before you get started with your story, though, I'm going to ask Yelena just to lead us in a short meditation, just to bring us all in together. Yelena? Yeah, good morning, good afternoon, or whatever day, time of the day it is when you're listening to the podcast. Hello there. Yeah, my name is Yelena and I'm just noticing a lot of excitement right now in my own body and and just on the screen and just, um, yeah, just being with you all. So uh, just noticing that and seeping this in before I can ground myself to help you ground yourself. And so just with that, maybe just finding a way to be in your body that your body would most appreciate at this moment, whatever that is. And welcome to be on or off camera, however that is for you right now. And you're welcome to close your eyes or have your eyes open. And maybe start with just the next exhale. Just welcoming this day, this moment. The invitation is to find a way to feel your body on this earth, maybe that's just noticing the soles of the feet on the ground, your seat, back, Perhaps just feeling into your breath, your heart, the aliveness that you are.
just for this moment, really being in this body as a way to be so. Welcome. Welcome yourself. I even want to place your hand on your heart anywhere that you can just feel it, feel your, your heart. so many things we do, how many moments can we just let feel true we are. Let this be that Maybe another exhale. As we close this practice, just allow yourself to come so just as you are. Expression of life, you are. Thank you. Thank you for the practice. And welcome, Jeff. Thank you so very much. Um, what a beautiful thing to follow. Um, I'm honored to be here to tell a portion of my story. And uh, actually, this whole writing experience has been uh, uh, a fascinating journey. When Terry asked me to come up with a topic for today's conversation, um, my first thought was change. It change, change, change. There's a lot of change in my life. There's change now. Um, and it's only now at this point in time in my life that I've been able to embrace change and welcome it and learn from it. But as I was writing my intro paragraph, my story morphed into one of survival and one of a passion about and the way that I live life as, which is 
full expression. So a little bit about me. I grew up in the middle of the San Fernando Valley, surrounded by love and support, protection and safety. I was valued and appreciated. Home was a safe place, but outside our four walls was a different story. The outside world proved to be full of bigotry, bullies, and bad humans. From the ages of three through 14, I was verbally bullied, unsupported, and alienated by those I came into contact with through school, outings, and even the daily errands that we went on. So I was a pretty child. No, really, I, I, I was a beautiful little boy, long, curly hair, big brown eyes, long eyelashes, fair skin. And unlike the culture of today, back in the 70s and early 80s, there was absolutely no respect for any other person's space and feelings. I was constantly barraged with questions about my gender, my sexuality, my cosmetic look. I recall one particular incident when my mother and I were shopping at Ralph's Market on Ventura Boulevard. A woman came right up to us, bypassing my mother, and knelt down to my level and asked me if I was a boy or a girl. Now, my mother was a woman of great control and poise, and there were also witnesses around. Otherwise, she would have gone after that woman something fierce. But instead, she stated, today, he is a boy. And we walked off. Here's what I keep playing over and over in my mind as I look back on that incident. Who asks a five-year-old kid, are you a boy or a girl? With who I am today, I would tell that person, witness or not, it's none of your dang business. Or I would come up with some clever retort that would rival anything Dame Maggie Smith would say on Downton Abbey. But back then, little five-year-old Jeff just sat there in shame. My mother was the typical lioness mom, full of strength, courage, and wisdom. If she heard anything of any teasing, she would go get on the phone, get in her car, or walk down the street and deal with that person directly, mother to bully. I felt protected, but I never learned how to protect myself. My father, on the other hand, he was the driver, drove me everywhere, drove me to my first pride parade and walked with me, drove me to my first P-flag meeting and joined in, drove me to my first date with a boy. Thank goodness he didn't join in. The two of them laid down the foundation for what and who I am at this moment in time. However, the path to get here was not smooth. Jumping ahead, when I got to middle school, the years of being bullied were starting to show. I found myself always sitting in the back row in the last corner desk so as to have the full view of all of the students. This way in my head, no one could surprise me or tease me or come into my personal space without me knowing first. What I learned decades later is that I was suffering from PTSD from the decades plus of bullying as a child. After one of 
our middle school literature classes, the teacher came up to me and stated, Jeff, you have to get out of your shell. You are painfully shy and it is affecting your work and your time at school. Go volunteer at an animal shelter or a theater. When I came home and relayed the story to my folks, my mother, without missing a beat, suggested we go to the local theater and see if I could volunteer. That weekend, we visited the local community theater and I was immediately met by Auntie Kay. Kay was the executive producer of the theater and an out lesbian who immediately offered me a volunteer position and took me under her wing. This began what has been a nearly four decade love affair with this artistic world. Mind you, I never performed on Broadway nor anything outside of California really as I never had any aspirations to do so but I did work constantly. I once had an acting teacher who stated, if you are coming to me to make you famous, I am not the teacher for you. If you are coming to me to make you a working actor, you have come to the right place. And that is what I did. I worked, I taught, I acted, I choreographed, I directed, I owned a theater company. I made a living in the arts and still do. And through the people I encountered and the jobs I worked on, I was able to build that same feeling of safety and inclusion I felt growing up within the four walls of my home. I wasn't able to put a name with this feeling or sensation until actually about a year ago when I had the opportunity to work with a job coach who came out uh, and he came at our session from a very metaphysical place which spoke to me as I am also a practicing psychic medium, but that is another story for another time. <laughs> we went through this process to acquire my purpose in life, as well as words which would describe my essence. My essence words are curiosity, depth, heart, joy, creator. And my life purpose full expression. Once I went through this process and heard, saw, and let those words and what they mean literally settle into my being, it all clicked. This is what I've been doing all my life, living my life with full expression. No apologies, no excuses from age infant to now. I am what I am as the song says, with the words to attach to my feelings and being, I continued to live my life as the authentic me. Currently, I am the theater teacher for private school and I have made it my job to represent authentically. I wear my bracelets, I wear my rings, I wear non-gender conforming clothing and colors, I speak of my partners, present and past and normalize our situations and life. I am there as a beacon for every kid who was shamed into thinking who they are is not who they should be. Like this one middle school student that I have who comes into my room with his one lesbian friend and one bi friend, and they all try on the costumes for the spring musical. His favorite one, 
a green velvet and charmouche 80s prom dress, which he proudly struts around in as all of us send him energy of unbiased and receptive support. I am here to prove that our light is there to shine and shine brightly with glitter and sparkle and it's okay. And there is a place for us waiting. We just need to find it or ask and it will be shown to us as Kay did so many years ago. Before ending, I want to read these lyrics from the aforementioned song, I Am What I Am, from the Broadway musical La Caja Fall, lyrics by the great Harvey Firestein. I am what I am. I am my own special creation. So come take a look. Give me the hook or the ovation. It's my world that I want to take a little pride in. My world, and it's not a place I have to hide in. Life's not worth a damn till you can say, hey world, I am what I am. I am what I am. I don't want praise. I don't want pity. I bang my own drum. Some think it's noise. I think it's pretty. And so what if I love each feather and each spangle? Why not try to see things from a different angle? Your life is a sham till you can shout out loud, I am what I am. I am what I am. And what I am needs no excuses. I deal my own deck, sometimes the ace, sometimes the deuces. There's one life and there's no return and no deposit. One life. So it's time to open up your closet. Life's not worth a damn till you can say, hey world, I am what I am. So with this brief story of how I got to where I am today and who I am today, I graciously ask the group, how are you living your life authentically with full expression? Thank you. Thank you, Jeff, my doc. <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, wonderful story. Liz, I know that Jeff just offered the inquiry, but do you want to say anything before we, we open up the breakout rooms? Yeah, I know those of you who have been here before know we do a planning meeting the night before. And, and I said, Jeff made our job very easy. He came up with the inquiry himself and it's such a powerful increase. Yeah, so I just invite you uh, to take into the room the question that he that, that Jeff posed and how, how are you living as you are, right? Your authentic self, how do you, how do you show up authentically? And uh, we look really forward 
to hearing how things go. Uh, for those of you who are new, Terry's going to set things up and explain a little bit about how we do the breakout rooms. And we look really forward to hearing what comes alive for all of you. Yes. So we, we are going to go into breakout rooms. My attempt is to have three in every room. It doesn't always work out. But if, if I get a second invitation out to take it, it's a good one. But our agreements in the rooms are to speak from your heart, to listen with your heart, to say just enough so that others have an opportunity to share, and to keep confidentiality. When we come back together, don't tell another person's personal story. You can speak to your own story or speak to the themes of what was shared, but allow people to share their own personal stories should they so choose. And we're just gonna be in the breakout rooms for about 20 minutes and then we'll come back together. So I'm gonna pause the recording here. There's everybody. Welcome back everyone. I see very happy faces. I'm really curious to hear what people may wanna share right now. What's alive for you? What's bubbling up? You could feel free to come off mute and speak. We just were having such a good conversation. We didn't want to stop. <laughs> I mean, we're we're really getting honest and vulnerable with each other about how we're all just still unfinished and we're all still growing and learning and and we all want the same thing: peace and love. Oh. You know, as silly and as woo-woo as that sounds. Hmm. And I think we're all determined to get it too. Yeah. I mean, I mean, seriously determined. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Beautiful, David. I agree. Oh, go ahead. Somebody spoke. You can go ahead. Oh, okay. Uh, I was saying in our room that um, this is so weird. I want to thank Jeff. My entire meditation um, uh, uh, sessions for the last maybe two or three weeks have been peace, 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 peace. It's just been like yesterday for half an hour. Mm. All I contemplated was peace. And then today I got the invitation from Jeff that this came up. It was so, it's weird and not weird at the same time. I just want to let you guys know. <laughs> And thank you. And we, boy, we just had the funnest conversation. So thank you. Beautiful. Beautiful. There's someone else. Oh, Terry, you're muted. Oh. Thank you. 
I went on mute because my dog was barking and I'm trying to tell Annette that we can't hear her. She's on mute. <laughs> oh, and I thought something happened to my sound. <laughs> I was just going to text people. <laughs> and, oh, Annette's saying she guessed that she's uh, connection is bad. Oh, dear. Can you hear me now? Yes. Oh, okay. That's so weird. Um, yeah, I was also in the room with David and Lorraine. I had a really lovely conversation uh, about, you know, trying to be our authentic selves as, as I get older, I feel like I'm still learning. I'm becoming more and more comfortable with who I am and, you know, warts and all. And, um, it's, it's an evolution that I'm, I'm grateful for, but I definitely have a long way to go and having conversations like this makes me more brave. I realize I'm not alone and that the world is full of people who are in the same boat we're just trying to do our best on the planet and i'm really grateful always for uh being able to join the circle thank you thank you annette yeah we are all in the same boat right i mean we're we're all on our own individual path but we all as as you said in the beginning we all want the same things david you know we all want basically the same fundamental things amina i see your hand Yes. Thanks, Liz. Um, yeah, so I, I agree with everything that was shared earlier. And um, I was in a group with Jeff, Carolyn and Christine. Um, really, really enjoyed that conversation. And like David said, didn't want it to end. <laughs> so <laughs> it was too short. <laughs> but, I mean, you know, everyone shared a difference. So the common, there's a common theme here. We Even though we all had a different story to share um, on how we found our authenticity or how we work on finding our um, stay grounded in our own authenticity at the end of the day that's that's the bottom line and our stories are different um, but at the end of the day we all you know want that belonging acceptance and love and um, and to work towards that and the only way you could do that is to stay your true self so I, I really enjoyed that and I, I really really appreciate again um, everything that Jeff shared that was a very inspiring story for me and all of us so thank you, Jeff. Thank you, Amina. Would anyone else like to share? Jeff, do you have any final thoughts before we close the call? I'm honored. I've said that many times and inspired by this group and our conversation. Um, and, uh, uh, definitely if you all got the me uh, same message, but different, uh, meaning from I am what I am, uh, I've used that as my anthem and feel free to use it as yours. Thank you. All right. I put some links in the chat, um, and the, the Hope Story Circle is put on by the Peace Alliance and our website is peacealliance.org. Our mission is to educate, advocate, and mobilize people into action to transform systems and public policy toward a culture of peace. And our website is there. Also our Peace On podcast, there's a link to that and a link about our Hope Story Circles. Feel free to check it out, share it with your personal network and invite them to join us at our Hope Story Circles. It's also a link to our Blueprint for Peace. This has been an ongoing initiative. If you click on that link, it'll take you to a place where you can notify all of your elected officials that you support policies related to peace building and violence reduction. 
that's what that's about. Also a link about our Department of Peacebuilding legislation. It was just introduced to the current session of Congress last week, so we can maintain the number. It's HR 1111 and information about that. We are a small nonprofit. We welcome donations of any size. Even monthly donations are a favorite that keep us with sustainable income. So feel free to help us out. And our calendar of events to see when our next Hope Story Circle is and our other events that we have going on. So please check it out and join us. We'd love to see you here again. And with that, Liz, do you want to wrap us up today? Yeah, I do. Those of you who have been on the call before may have heard me tell some little version of this story, but it's resonating for me a little differently. And I have a dear, dear friend. And I wish, I'm not going to use her name, but I have permission to tell her story. And when she was younger, she grew up in a family and a, a kind of a community where she was not allowed to be the fullness of her expressive self. And it chose her to, you know, adopt some behaviors like um, alcoholism and, and different things. And it took her to the age of 60 before she decided she wanted to reclaim herself. So in her 60s, she reclaimed herself. And I met her in her 60s. And she's just this glorious, wonderful woman in my life. And she was at a party at one point in, in, I want to say five years ago, and she was probably around 70 at that time. And she would just enter the room as her glorious self. And someone who did not know her said, wow, you're really full of yourself. And she turned to him and said, who else should I be full of? And I loved the story so much. And I thought when we are young sometimes, right? We either have things that are put into us or taken from us that prevent us from being the fullness of ourselves. And so, I, you know, we always talk, Jeff, about leaving with a question or, or some kind of to-do. And I thought, um, I love reclaiming that idea, being full of yourself, right? And, and seeing it for this beautiful thing. And so if you were going to, and another thing came up, uh, Jeff, on your telling of the story today that I thought of, you know, we hear a lot of those little phrases like WWJD, what would Jesus do? Or what would so-and-so do? What would Ruth Bader Ginsburg do? And I thought, so if we were full of ourselves, what if we started asking ourselves, if I were full of myself, what would I do? <laughs> and so that's the question I would love to leave you with as we go, you know, these two weeks before our next call. Like, if I were full of myself, what would I do? And, I, and, and I'm going to be meditating. I don't even know the answer, Jeff, that I'm coming up with myself. But that's kind of the assignment I'm going to give myself. If I were truly full of myself, what would I do? So, so yeah, I leave you with that. And we have a couple of minutes if, if people want to just, like Terry says, come off mute and respond or, or say, yeah. goodbye. I say goodbye. Thank you so much, Jeff. Thank Thanks. you. And I, I just wanted to say one thing, Liz and Terry, if I may. Please. Yes, please. Um, I know Helen is on this call and nice to meet you, Helen. I had a conversation with Karen Johnson the other day uh, about peace. Uh, educate peace and education or early education peace education uh, that's something that's for the DOP that's one of my most favorite part of the DOP um, so for, I just been meaning to reach out to somebody to get involved in that 
piece of the Peace Alliance. And and I was told Helena is the, the expert in that. And Jeff and I in, in the in the breakout room had a conversation about it as well, since he's also an, uh, he's an educator. I'm not an educator, but I I, I strongly believe in um in, in early education. If you want to eliminate some ills in the society, that's the best way to do that is through early education. So I'll be reaching out to you, Helen. I just wanted to say that. And nice to meet you. And I'll you'll probably receive an email from me to to see what how I can be of service in this area. Wonderful. Beautiful. Thank you Thank so you. much. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Amina. Thank you. Feel free to come off mute and say goodbye, everyone. And Jeff, thank you for your thank you, Jeff. Oh thank, my you, Jeff. Thank, thank you, Jeff. Thank you all. Sharing. Thank it's you so much. Started, it just started snowing here. Oh. <laughs> wow. It's snowing in California. I guess that's just tells you <laughs> the level. Right. And we've had no snow this year in New York, which is crazy. Wow. Is crazy. <laughs> you shifted snow. it to us. You yeah. shifted it to the West Coast. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Thanks so much, everyone. All right. It's snowing in West Coast. Have a great rest of your weekend. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us today at Peace On. We hope that it inspires you to engage in dialogue in your larger community. Peace On is brought to you by the Peace Alliance, found at peacealliance.org.